When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Or turn city boys. Right? But hey. Next time, Lizzo. I'm not going to tell Lizzo what to do. I bet in, I she bet she can't if, tell me how to talk about pop culture. I ain't going to tell her how to sing. That's true. I bet, though, if she did a local show, she would find a way to work it in. Twin City Because that is our very own Lizzo. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And we start the show every day with the three things we think you need to hear to be in the know. We call it the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. What day is it? It's the magic number. What is it all mean? Wednesday. Oh, I really, all I want to do is zig a zig No, for the next minute and 53 seconds is listen to this clip. I realize you're not going to let me play the whole thing because, well, we don't do that. However, I do want you to listen to this cover uh, of a very popular television show that you probably grew up watching as a youth. And um, it involves two of my favorite instruments, the banjo and the uh, accordion. Accordion is actually my favorite instrument. Banjo is just kind of a, you know. I love a banjo. A good little zesty uh, piece of music creation device. Okay, let's listen <laughs> to this cover. <laughs> the banjo, just so you know. Just wait for it. Wait. I mean, I could literally is, listen to this for the entire length of the one minute, 53 second video. That is so cool. I mean, it just makes who you want to hear. Every, who is this? His name is Banjo Guy Ollie, and he has a, a number of he focuses mostly on uh, video games, computer games. I think we call, I don't know what the kids call them today, but uh, uh, video, video games. games. Oh, it's video games. He does the covers. So uh, oh if you go gosh. to his Apple store, he's got um Banjo Guy Ollie Volume 5 currently up for auction purchase. He has things like all these, yeah, there are all these games that I've never heard of. Speedball, Zillion, Vampire Masquerade. 
outright. I mean, can we make requests? Do you remember when we uh, played the, um, was it the guy who did armpit farts? To yeah. yeah right and he has like a whole YouTube channel where he armpit farts songs he did Africa Bradley's trying so hard there it is there you go it's Feels hard good, to do it to it? a tune though I, this guy could do it it was insane um, but this I think takes even you know another a whole different type of skill um, but I would like oh but I was gonna say armpit fart guy he made he let you make requests. So I would like to make some requests. I would like more TV shows yeah. from Banjo Guy Ollie. He also, just uploaded a farting version of the song "What Is Love" by Hadaway. Okay, can we okay, listen to it? Just need the to, Banjo Guy. The did? rest of our show is going to need to be put on hold. You mean the arm, armpit fart guy? Oh, okay. Let's. Can we just listen to yeah. a little taste of uh, armpit fart guy? Yeah. <laughs> Doing this live, correct? This is a produced experience. Yes. I have a hard time believing you can manipulate your armpits that quickly. No, this is a very produced video. He's that just was called just... Armpit Fart Guy? No, it's called the YouTube page is called State of the Fart. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to be spending some time. I love, I love YouTube. <laughs> that video was just uploaded about 40 minutes ago. This is fantastic. Um, I have an idea. We need to stick a pin in that. Um, but I think we need to think of an epic song. To have him cover um, just for us. So let's just noodle on that. But in the meantime, in between time. Behind door number two, let's see what we got. Okay, I don't know. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Bradley, and I'm kind of surprised that you did that we didn't talk about it. And I don't know if you did see the PBS documentary that aired last night on Betty White. No, I saw um, a thing about it on the Twitters, but I didn't realize it actually aired last night. But the good news is I've got. My uh, PBS, PBS app. app, I can go watch yeah. it. Yeah, and it it will air, I'm sure, many other times on, on PBS Live, or you know, for your viewing pleasure. But then, of course, like you said, Bradley, if you have the app, you can watch it at your leisure. But one of the things that was really interesting was Betty White, you know, there was a, a, a campaign that started on Facebook that to get her to host Saturday Night Live. Uh, and so she did, and she was, you know, she's in her 90s, and that is a grueling show to work on. And uh, she talked a little bit about the experience of doing it, and then you'll also hear the voice of Ryan Reynolds in here. You'll also hear the voice of Tina Fey in here. But it starts with her talking about the function of stage fright, which this might be advice that we can all use right now. Okay, It's uncomfortable and all, but it's a lifesaver. The stage fight is what puts the edge, I think, on a performance. I didn't know what Facebook was. (laughs) And now that I do know what it is, I have to say, it sounds like a huge waste of time. I can't believe Betty did SNL at that age, and, and, and not only did SNL at that age, but took the ball and knocked it so far out of the park. Her timing, just rock solid still. Uh, what is your last name, ma'am? Blarfengar. <laughs> Can you spell that for me? S-M-I-T-E. 
So that is um, a little bit from the documentary. She's talking about um, the experience of doing Saturday Night Live. And I know it, and I haven't watched the whole thing, but I know that at a different time um, prior to the clip we just played, her agent, her manager, talks about, um, you know, how he was so excited for her to do this. And in the middle of all of this, I mean, they work around the clock. Yeah. Betty looked at him and had this just like kind of look of, um, aggravation perhaps frustration and just said never again and then was back at it did it did it amazingly um and just it's kind of just a cool it's cool to hear different parts of the story that we didn't know about betty white oh for sure she has a wonderful story i mean she's just one of those people that regardless of whether or not you liked her in a particular show which is i think the entry point a lot of people have to her career but um i will say as somebody who has you know sort of um i i've i've read about and seen uh, other TV um, pieces about her career. And she literally is a, um, a national treasure because she appeared on some of the very first television programs in the world. Yeah. Like literally she was there at the dawn of the advent of television and she remains on television. to, to- Number one. Okay. Um, Are we ready for that? Oh, whoopsie doodles. That was my bad. I knocked a button. That um, was fun. I'm like, oh, we got <laughs> Sorry. new. We got new noise. Anyway, <laughs> Betty White, living legend, and frankly, um, it would behoove all of us to watch an evening with Betty White. Mm-hmm. Here's what we have for you behind door number three. There we go. Uh, okay, so yesterday we were captivated by this story of. Post Malone's flight. So Post Malone, after doing the uh, MTV VMAs, hopped on a flight as they were taking off on his private plane. Two of the tires blew and they were forced to then circle an airport in New York and burn off fuel so that they could land emergency land safely. Emergency news happening during our show yesterday. Exactly. We watched the plane come in and we know that everything uh, went uh, as well as it could go. But Post Malone talked to TMZ. Now I had to take this is like a cut of a cut of Post Malone talking to TMZ because I don't know if you know this about Post Malone. He drops a lot of F-bombs, which is not family friendly or uh, friendly for the show. But here's what Post Malone had to say about that flight. Hate flying. So, like, we took off, we took off, and apparently there was a sensor in the back that, like, flipped out. So we landed, mm-hmm. and then we were okay. I was like, fine, okay, this is cool. And we took off again, and then we just heard the tire pop. So, can you imagine, seriously, if you already don't like flying? Yeah. And then that happens to you. I mean, well, this is very similar to, I think we told the story of Aretha Franklin making a decision after a terrible flight yeah. to never fly again. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that one you know, would leave a mark. Irra- irrational fear, certainly. Um, the good news is it's like one of those things where you, they knew what was going on and they, you know, like, I always think that um, my dad uh, was in Vietnam and they flew around a lot. He wasn't, he didn't fly, but, you know, they had to be on planes a lot and he... Used to when I got scared of flying at a point in my twenties, he would say, "Like you have no idea what planes are capable of doing, and like the the person, like you should feel at your safest in the air because you are being led around by you know some of the best trained people." He's like, "You could literally, um, uh, 
turn your plane to the like ground mm-hmm. and you could still land that plane. Like, I mean, planes are meant to really go Withstand through a lot of things. Like, anyway, my point is that when I hear stories like that, I think in that moment, I think I would feel like, okay, we're going to do this. Whether or not it works out, mm-hmm. I don't know. The things that would scare me are like the things that happen suddenly in the middle of, you know, your flight at 30,000 feet. Let's like when not a window enumer- blows okay, out. That's what I was hoping we wouldn't go. Like that. that. What, what was that movie? Remember that movie uh, about the Hawaii? Flight? Oh, yeah. That was the made for TV movie. That was based on a real life story yeah. where the Aloha Airlines flight, the whole flight roof attendant. blew off over the first yeah. class section and the flight attendant got sucked out of the airplane. I just she remember was, that vividly. Yeah. She was the only one who passed away. Everyone else in that plane survived. Um, remember just a few weeks ago, we had to talk about that Southwest, I think, was it Southwest where that window blew? Remember <gasps> yes. that? I mean, okay. we. Should I mean, I wasn't going to talk about that because that was a little fresh, which is why I went back to Hawaii. But mm-hmm. while we're there, yes, very terrifying. These are the things that plague me while I'm in the air. These are the things that my brain yeah, is every once in a while around I'm 30,000 feet up like this thing could just like explode. You know, I'm sorry, that was irresponsible. But I'm telling you, I have irrational fears. It's totally normal. But the good news is, the moral of this story is that you better to be there in a crisis <sighs> than to be like in a car on the freeway. That's this true. is true. And I know I love it when people apply log- logic, 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 logic <laughs> to uh, my irrational fears um, because they have no logic has no place when I'm in a rational town. Um, but thank you for bringing us back. Want to let you know the name of space. that movie is Miracle Landing. Stars Connie Selica, who oh, is Connie Selica the from wife Hotel. Of John Teshin, the star of Hotel. Yes. Yeah. So you can check remember that, out. that show. Mm-hmm. I feel like you made me watch it once. Like, we might have done it for a rewind never yeah. mind, which is an old segment we used to do. Arthur Haley's Hotel. Yeah, I feel like I had to watch it. Connie Selica, John Tesh. I mean, there's another one I hadn't thought of in a while. All right, when we come back, somebody I think about every day. Elizabeth Reese is bringing the Dirt Alert from Hollywood on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought all the dirt from the dirtiest place hey, in America. It's Hollywood. I like that introduction. Mm-hmm. That was really nice. Ariana Grande announces that she will marry Pete Davidson in 2019. She is gushing that their relationship gets better every day. Yeah, well. Okay, well, there is a time, my friends, in every relationship when you will say, this relationship today is worse than it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's a low moment. The good thing is that you can bounce back from you it. Can bounce back. I would just like to point out that they have not even been together for probably about 90 days yet. So. I mean, it's definitely... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen hannah mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Have they even gotten into their first right fight? Now. Do you guys remember when you got into your first fight with your beloved? I actually no. don't. I remember it because I was in um, like a relationship that I wasn't happy in, and then I was with my now husband and I was so happy and I remember being sad that like that just it was like a little bittersweet like that you broke the seal yeah yeah exactly <laughs> at the bar like the first yes. time you go to the bathroom You're after like, you've oh, had man. a few vodka sodas it, I remember thinking like this is sad that that period is over that like beautiful pure period when you haven't had mm-hmm. a fight is over and yeah. then you know I mean it gets better and you get mm-hmm. to new depths and there's mm-hmm. all those wonderful yeah. things yeah. but there is something That's lovely true. about that time when you've never had a fight mm-hmm. when you don't have any resentment built up whatsoever to work through <laughs> and then it's weird when you are now uh, you know so far down the road and you're like never going back there <laughs> I just I love the people who are like mm, yeah we never fight I don't. I'm suspicious of that. I know. Yeah. Those I are know. also the people who say they have sex all the time. I know. Mm-hmm. And those are also the people who say like things that I don't believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all that stuff. I think saying you don't fight, that would be a, that would be a challenge. Your best shot at that is not having children. That's your best shot. I mean, yeah, but even that, I mean, you, if you have children and you, yeah. I, mean, I mean, yes, but my, trust me, the when levels I tell of you. arguments go up exponentially when you have children. It's just the way it yeah. goes. Yeah. We had a full discussion about this on, on my weekend away with some friends. And we were all talking about like the old days versus today, you know, oh, sure. and it was like, yeah, you love them so much. They're so full of joy, but they add a whole new level of complicated. Mm-hmm. So Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, we're just those curmudgeon people who are like, just you wait. I know. And I feel bad about that because they deserve to have that, that well, ignorant they, bliss. Yeah. That's wonderful that they have that. They're but. having the same unrealistic expectations we all have. Mm-hmm. We just know better. I, think, I don't think there's anything wrong with us knowing what's waiting for them mm-hmm. to to lord it over them is probably a little. Yeah. Strange, and we're not lording it over them. I think the only sort of red flag I them. see, though, is when you're engaged and you're in that state. I don't know. But I mean, but people, again, when you're engaged, you are like you're in la la. After like 90. No, like five minutes. They got engaged. And what have I said? I've been saying this like engagement is the new serious relationship yeah it is like we have the rdt the relationship defining talk it's not it's not necessarily a path to marriage that's what the bachelor has done to us i agree but side note bachelor in paradise is so flipping wildly entertaining oh is it really i can't even tell you it's the only uh, it's on part two of the nights. that mm-hmm. i would watch i won't watch anything that's on two nights a week it, it offends me that football is on for two days a week during the season oh. and i still i am like I was looking forward to it Monday night. I looked forward to it last night. I can't express to you the sick, twisted person that I become, but here I am. I'm proud of it. Thanks. Yeah, no, it just means you like to get away from reality for a while. If you like bad TV, you like Lifetime movies, and I have some fun news (gasps) to share about Lifetime movies. Tell us. Lifetime has set its fall movie lineup with seven young adult-focused films that tackle really light topics like mental health, suicide, and teen domestic dating violence. Mm -hmm. Wow. But here are some of the stars. Shannon Doherty, Mira Sorvino, Bella Thorne. Oh, wow. She's been here before. Austin P. McKenzie. Don't know who that is. Angela Kinsey, formerly of The Office, right? Isn't that her? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, These are the movie titles. The Girl in the Bathtub, Terror in the Woods, (laughs) 
Conrad and Michelle. That's a little bit more. Mm. I feel like these are all just movies about the fears of yeah, they get um, worse. Young if, women. If mm-hmm. words could kill, no one would tell. I bet there's one about like somebody on Twitter. The lover in the attic. Mm. Don't we all want that? Yeah. The what? lover in the no, attic. We do. <laughs> what? I don't even know what you that are is. Creeping me out a little bit today, Elizabeth. <laughs> no, no, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm eating. <yeah. laughs> I also have a headache. I think it's from the wildfires. Oh, can we be done with the wildfires, man? They ruin an entire. Now, look, they're ruining a lot of other things. I was just going to say. But but seriously, like for like an entire weekend was, you know, like you opened up the windows every day and you're like, well, I guess we're going to be in a hazy weekend. I know. Yeah. And then you had the woman on next door who was complaining about her neighbors having bonfires and somebody had to be like, hey, next door, crabby apple. (laughs) Those aren't bonfires. Those are. Firefires. Are you telling a story about a friend? Maybe no. I'm talking about my actual neighborhood's <laughs> next door. I I don't read next door. Anymore I, it is that's just a place. To, I've never gotten on next but door. Can I, I ask don't know a what's question about on. the wildfires? Do, are, are those actually like damaging property up there? It's north? in Canada, but that's so, what I mean. Is it just like I think nature, it's it's sort of the it, nature thing up there. It's not like a California wildfire thing, is what I'm wondering. I'm worried about commenting on this because I'm so uneducated. Well, you know, that we'll Google it. it I'm going to go take yeah. more ibuprofen and plan my life. Thank you, Elizabeth. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We need somebody to play our thirty second pop culture challenge. Thirty seconds, five questions. You could win. Give you thirty seconds to answer five pop culture questions. We do it every day at twelve thirty on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk one zero seven one. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and it is time for the thirty second pop culture challenge. Thirty second playing today, Colleen. We've got Sarah on the line. And Bradley, what is Sarah playing for today? Sarah is playing for a MyTalk 1071 t-shirt. Sarah, are you ready to play the game? I am. Good. The timer will begin after I ask the first question. Here we go. What color is Rudolph the red Nose? <laughs> you know what? Um, let me Just start that it. over again. Just do it. It's so funny. What color is Rudolph the red Nose reindeer's nose? Edward and Bella are the main characters in what book and film series? Um, uh, Twilight? Drake got his star on what Canadian TV show? Who was that? Drake. Oh my goodness. Um, I can picture it. Oh, gosh. Who starred in the TV show Murphy Brown? Oh my goodness. It's a lot easier when you're just listening on the radio. I know. Okay. <laughs> Redneck Woman is a song by Rich Singer. Oh, Sarah, I'm so sorry. I even gave her a freebie. That was funny. Well, that... it just comes out of the mouth. Rudolph the like I know you Rudolph can't the stop reindeer. It. It's just weird to say those words when you're so used to saying the other words. I don't need to make excuses. She got it right, but did not win uh, the challenge because the other questions were wrong. So let's go through the ones that she uh, got incorrect. Uh, Drake got his start on what Canadian teen TV show? Degrassi. And who starred in the TV show Murphy Brown? Candace Bergen. Among others. Uh, Redneck Woman song sung by which singer? Gretchen Wilson. I would have not gotten that except for either. the fact that 
She was in the news today. Yeah. Now that we have uh, cleared all of that up, we can play that again tomorrow. So make sure you're tuned in to the Colleen and Bradley show at 1230 for the 30 second pop culture challenge. But when we're done with that, we solve mysteries and we do it in the form of blind items that Holly has brought for us in this segment that we call Blinded by the Item. Our first blind item today from CrazyDaysAndNights.net has to do with a former A-plus list singer. A former A-plus list singer, the subject of the following blind item. This former A-plus list singer doesn't care about the material things taken, but does care about the collection of recordings all on USB drives that were taken, which shows the former Mm. A-plus lister with all manner of male and female celebrities naked Ooh, former a plus list singer now why are we formering uh the a plus because just fallen from grace a little bit you may be fallen from grace but they're just they're still very famous but the height of their celebrity i feel that moment has passed and this is somebody who presumably we should be able to figure out because we would have talked about them getting broken into recently yeah recently within the past month or two Mm. Oh, gosh, I feel like we should know this because I I can remember us talking about a story like that, or at least my brain is lending me to believe that, leading me to believe that. Um, It's a male. Oh, so Um. a male, former A plus list singer. Okay, we have that's an A plus list, former, former A plus list. Oh, Chris Brown. Okay. He wasn't this really A plus. Person also plays an instrument. Uh-huh. John Mayer. Oh, that's oh a good one. man, that just hit me like a ton of bricks real quick. Like, okay, fill in the blanks. John Mayer doesn't care about the material things taken, but he does care about the collection of recordings all on USB drives that were taken, which shows John Mayer with all manner of male and female celebrities naked. Um. I just, I I don't want to be irresponsible, but um, I have heard you? some stories about him, and they're nasty. Like what? Well, okay. I mean, if you're gonna say something like that, you gotta like let it out. I don't want to incriminate anybody, but I'm gonna just say this. I will say this. You don't have to tell us how you know. Well, I want you to know that it's a credible source that uh, was very close to him. Mm-hmm. On a Didn't tour, he like toes or something? On a tour? That's um, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think it was John Mayer, but he did uh, prefer some underage ladies and frequently would be um, doing things in front of them in his... Uh, this is literally... I feel so uncomfortable because I like... Anyway, he would be doing things in his tour bus for their viewing... And uh, they would typically leave in tears, is what I was told by some people who were on the tour, very close to him on the tour. I'm just saying. So I just like. Did they say anything? uh, You know, I don't know. That's a good question. At the time, it was just sort of like shocking. And we were like, what? Um, And he had people like this. They do this. This is an actual thing. Like after a concert, um, if you stick around often, um, somebody will come out whose job it is to pick people who are in the crowd mm-hmm. to bring back Gross. stage. 
tale as old as time. I mean, it really is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, as old as tour buses. And we watched that happen. At tour the, at, stage. Coach, it was, right. yeah. So it's just, it's interesting. What I'm saying tour is, arc. anytime I hear a story about John Mayer doing something a little funky, I'm not surprised by it. Moving on. Let's think about another former A-plus list singer, the subject of our blind item, and her husband. So, two people to consider in the following blind item from CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This former A-plus list singer recently fought an online troll who had been hired by her husband. He will do anything to get a split second where he looks like the good guy. Hmm. Oh. Former A-plus list singer... Um, who, again, is this another, what is the former for this A plus lister? Just not at the height of their career? Yeah, but they're still, I would consider this person to be A list for sure. Okay. I'm going to say Britney Spears. Okay. No. And again, this is not confirmed. So we're going with the comments section of crazydaysandnights.net. Oh, husband. Okay. Yes, this person has a husband. husband. Yes, this person has a husband. Okay, I was thinking like it was a Kevin Federline experience, but okay. Popo, no. Okay. Popo, no. Mm -mm. Um, Or no, no, no. Okay, so (laughs) back to A plus list singer, former, who recently fought an online troll. Okay, what former A plus list singer? Is this a Carrie Underpants? Um, Hmm. Well. Other he will do anything to get a split where he looks like the good guy. Yeah, that I don't quite understand okay. regarding this story. However, just go with the fact that her husband planted an mm-hmm. online troll. Oh, God. You know, this does not surprise me. You know, it would be really good for your career if you uh, spoke out against one of them trolls. I was thinking about that the other day, too, that you could really screw with people by creating trolls. You could. It just made me think like trolls aren't what they seem. Like right. people could manipulate and use trolls for their own ends. And this sure. is just such an example. So basically I've been vindicated. Where's my Emmy? Um, back to this blind item. A plus list singer. Can we get an age range and or a genre? Age range would be thirties. Okay. Oh, the the singer's thirties? Yeah, the singer is in her 30s because mm-hmm. we know it's female and she's married mm-hmm. and this person is married mm-hmm. who is married in her 30s that's a plus list i know this is what i'm struggling can't with be right taylor now. yet so no um, not taylor swift uh, uh, this person rose to fame in the early 2000s early 2000s yes is it like well it uh no this one's hard I'm just trying to think of married people. That's the hard part. Yeah, and I would still consider her a list. Uh, she recently uh, put out new music within oh! the past year. Whoa! Oh! Kelly Clarkson. Oh. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. Let me fill in the blank for you. Mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson recently fought an online troll who had been hired by her husband. Telling Headline. you, what do we know? Everything's fake, and you were going to say everything's real and nobody smokes. No, nothing is real, and everybody smokes. See, that's Minnesota. Everything's real, and nobody smokes smokes here. (laughs) Let me give you the headline that may be the root of this blind item. Kelly Clarkson has a classy response 
to a homophobic Twitter troll. Homophobic? Uh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> huh. So basically just sounds the same. Yep. Do you think she knew that it was planted by her husband? That I don't know. Interesting. And you can read between the lines sure. or interpret this blind I'm item sure. yourself. Because she probably gets legit trolls all the time. I mean, who doesn't? When you're a celebrity, that's the thing that's so frustrating about because, you know, look, we live in a world where uh we're we're cynical about celebrity, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you, you we just take everything with a grain a grain of salt. It does not it would not surprise me if this is not a, you know, regular course uh or regular Right, this occurrence. is like a thing. Like, this is a tool that you have in your toolbox. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Box. Like your agent goes, mm-hmm. you know, we need you to look really not victim-y right now. And everybody's being all victim-y against you because of this and that. Why don't we get one of these trolls and really focus on that thing? And then you'll look really powerful and strong like that lady from Star Wars. They probably like have names for these moves so they can just shortcut it without having to use all the words. Like, oh, we're yeah, doing a troll. Yeah, troll. Everybody, we got to do the troll. Let's go. Or like fake relationships. You know, there's all kinds of these moves. We see them all yeah, the time. I mean, again, I've been reading this book about Tinseltown. It's called Tinseltown. You should read it. You can listen to the audiobook. They were doing this stuff in 1919. Yeah, and we're just doing it a little bit differently yep. now because we have social media yeah. and a 24-hour news cycle. Yeah. On that note, Holly, I wish we had time for more. We simply don't. We simply don't. We simply don't because uh, we have to put our event planning hats on. Oh, um, I'm so excited. Bradley is going to unveil. Don't, t- don't say I'm it. not going to. A very, very innovative new event. Can, well, I, I will say this, you know, like Comic-Con. Yeah. I got a new one of them oh. for something. I think our listeners are really going to want to attend. And okay. no, it's not like stripper con. So okay. yeah, as that probably already that. happens. I know. Yeah. But I mean, you know, with, with men, when we come back, Bradley will unveil his new event. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. On the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk. One Oh seven one. Well, this is very exciting. Bradley has mm. big plans. Um, he's going multimedia. Yeah, no, I'm going to be an event planner now. Um, he's got a big event to unveil here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and um, Bradley. Brad- do, you need a, do you need a drum roll or anything? No, it's not a drum roll, but I need your help because you need to help oh, me fun. flesh out an idea. I'm going to appoint you um, the uh, official fun planner. Okay. Like what? I would like to be a fabulous amb- ambassador. So you know fabulous ambassador, mm-hmm. a fabassador. Okay. I'll work on that. I want you to help me with an idea. An idea that I had on my couch this weekend. I'm sure I've thought of this at some point and I'm sure I'm not the only one, but there I am sitting on my couch this weekend watching that member documentary about the facts, facts of, of life. life, yeah. And I thought to myself, I want to have a convention with a bunch of sitcom people. So, like, I want to see Joe from Facts of Life. Yes. Because where has she been, right? 
I want to have uh, that one lady from that one show. Like, whatever happened to Small Wonder? Oh my right? gosh! Right, fantastic. I made too. of plastic. I want like the nosy neighbor. What was her name? She was Harriet. on the Hogan Family too. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Harriet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I thought you meant the mom. Right. Yeah. The neighbor's mom. No, not Harriet. Her mom. Oh, Mrs. P. What was it? Peel. Mrs. Um. Anyway, it's called, and I've got a name for it. Mm-hmm. Sitcon. This is genius. So instead of sitcom, I'm in. Sitcom, like yes. convention, it's going to be a convention, a fan convention just of sitcoms. I'm there. Now, before you tell me there is already such a thing, kind of in a way, there was like a 90s one where they brought some people. No, we are going to do a sitcom convention. I mean, we're going to pull people from like uh, my three sons, mm-hmm. like if they're still alive, Hazel, she's mm-hmm. not alive, I don't think, but there could be like a somebody else from that show. To all your favorite shows growing up, Facts of Life, Silver Spoons, Different Strokes, like the writers from the show, the people, it's an entire convention just for sitcoms. You throw in two broke girls. I don't care, even though give them really crappy space in the yeah, convention no, hall because the, nobody yeah. wants... They're in the back corner by the stinky bathroom. Nobody cares about that mm-hmm. show. Sitcon. I love it. It's going to happen. So, But but here's, um, here's the thing that mm-hmm. I need your help with. Mm-hmm. How do we make this actually happen? So presumably we just need a space. But how do we get all those people to show up? Because I feel like this would have happened already if not for something. Okay, so here's the thing. Doesn't it seem like obvious? Like they do this with sci-fi shows. Well, I feel like they do. Okay, so I have a couple things I'm thinking of at the same time. Number one is this. I feel like there has been some crossover from time to time with like a Comic-Con situation. Oh, sure. They have some of those people. Exactly. So it's not like they're not available to do it, is my point. But what we also have to remember is this. As with anything, it takes a little time for things to really get traction. So I think our first sitcom is probably going to be small. We are going to have not, we're not going to have, you know, Mallory from Family Ties. No, but we but could. But Skippy might be available. We could get Edie McClurg because that's Mrs. Poole from okay. the Hogan family. Who's also that, um, what's her name's mom? Harriet's mom. Harriet's mom from Small Wonder. Yep. And also, do you know what other se- season or series she was on? She was on the Golden Girls and she played, she played the nurse uh, for Sophia Petrillo. Oh, really? Yeah. You're good. She also, well, she was also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off, but that's yeah, not a TV Edie show. Edie McClurg is one of those people. So, like, she would be, she could be like She's our available. MC. You know what? I mean. What's she I, doing? I will tell you. I, I think we could get Vicki Lawrence. I mean, we'd have to handle that again, but we could get Vicki Lawrence. I'm you sure know? we could get her for a panel. And, like, I, again, sitcom. This is my idea. I think this is genius because... It's so it's such a fan thing. Yes. And like there's a fan itch that needs to be scratched. Like I love um, science fiction. Science fiction conventions are hard for me because I generally like like one thing. Mm-hmm. But sitcom, I would be like You're there for I would all be of unhinged. It. Right. If you I mean, amen, you know, um I got one. I got one. This one would be easy. The guy who made the cheesecake for the Golden Girls. Yeah, George. Because you met him at the at the cemetery. George uh, Geary. Yeah. He's alive and well and has, you know, a lot going on in his life and would be more than happy, I'm sure, to go. I mean... And he could do a whole panel on how to make a cheesecake, 
you know, Golden Girls style. Bradley, our friend, Melissa Peterman. Duh! Hi, Melissa, Melissa are Peterman. You listening? Let's make this Sitcom. happen. She's all in, I'm sure. I just want credit, and I want it to say... Bradley Trainers. Bradley Like, trainers, really big, sitcom. and then sitcom in <laughs> no. tiny little letters. No, I just want to get paid for the licensing arrangement. That's all I care about. And then... Really, all I care about is being able to walk through a convention hall and meet all of these amazing people. And one, can I just, can I, can I lobby for one thing as yeah, the fabulous? I'm taking notes. What am I, the fabulous coordinator? The fabulous um, ambassador. Ambassador, thank you. I would like each, I want the crown jewel to be, okay? Each sitcom, there will be an actual, like, active, dynamic set piece of oh, from yeah. your favorite or you could have like the golden girls exactly. or you could have seinfeld yep but not just like the couch from it i every year yeah. the crown jewel is one will be Kinda highlighted like the Bachmans, you know spring flower show they've got a s- setup of you know the the cast of friend the pete what's not the peach the pit, central park central perk precisely yeah that's what i want i i just think that would be a real showstopper if you will um, Bradley, I think you're onto something. So, because I'm, I'm in. Sonia says she's all in for sitcom. Justine awesome. Bateman just liked a tweet of mine yesterday. Well, so we I mean, got her. We got her for 2019 <laughs> sitcom. There you go. Make it happen, yeah. people. Think of it, Mr. Belvedere. I mean, not him, but the people from the show. I oh, think Mr. Died. Belding, though, he would be available. Oh, he's. Ooh. I know he's ish, but you know, we're going low level. Okay, when we come back on the Colleen sitcom. and Bradley show. Boy, I hate to wade into these waters, but we've got an update on the story involving Asia Argento. Oh, great.